It's Thursday. It actually is this time. It's time for another travelogue. If you are in Berlin, Germany, if you didn't know where Berlin was, and you are, you're walking a dog, you're walking your dog, you're walking a uh, German shepherd, obviously. Are there a lot of German shepherds in Germany? I don't know. And you're walking. You're going past a river. Is there a river in Berlin? Who knows? A lot of people. <laughs> if you are in... <sighs> Can't think of any places in the world. If you are in Rome, Italy. <laughs> and you're thinking, man, it's, it's a little rainy today. Yesterday was amazing. Saturday looks like it's going to be super warm. I cannot wait. Then I would invite you to join me. I am also in Rome. <laughs> I am in Rome. If, you're, if this is your first time joining us, my name is Hayden Lee, and I am documenting my journey around every country in mainland Europe on a motorcycle. Her name is Gloria, and she is actually dirtier than she was last week. She's got, I don't know, it's weird. It's like she's, I don't know, it's like the rain was brown, and it just, it's ridiculous, man. She needs it clean. She needs a clean. And actually, speaking of Gloria, so we went down this morning, right? And um, my friend's here in Rome. And we went down this morning. And I've par I'm parked just out front of, at the front of the hotel that we're at, right? And it's, it's a normal parking space. Just a normal parking space, right? So I'm parked there. And then there's a little note. There's a little note on the back. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I like correspondence, right? <laughs> and I look at the note. And it says, in Italian, I had to translate it. It says expletive <laughs> it didn't actually say expletive but you know it's a word it said that that was you know how i'm to be addressed apparently you know that's that's me that's that's you know dear john you know that's me expletive right <laughs> uh find uh, what is it find somewhere else to park or park in a different place that was it park in a different place and then it signed off with you expletive same expletive by the way so <laughs> So not the best, you know, imagination when it comes to curse words. So, so that's me. So we've just come back now and I'm going to get a little piece of paper, a little piece of paper, a little bit of a pen, right? I'm going to get myself a pen and I'm going to just write a little note back. It's nice and simple, nice and simple note that I'm going to write. Just uh, ask nicely. Now I'm just going to put it on the bike and see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> I hope it ex escalates. I love that stuff, man. <laughs> so I am in Rome and my friend is joining me. He's not here right now. He's gone into the shop and his name is Pete and he was the singer in one of my old bands. We were a 80s heavy metal band. We had long hair and makeup and leather, etc. <laughs> so we're just having a lot of fun remembering ridiculous things that happened and going and walking so much around Rome. We've seen like everything. Well, not quite, but we've seen, there's a lot of stuff that I've missed out because, uh, cause I want to see him with my mom who's coming in like a week or two. And so there's a lot of stuff I've missed out. I haven't seen the Colosseum yet. I haven't seen a lot of stuff myself yet, but Pete's seen a lot. Right? So Rome is, Rome is nice. Rome is nice. I, I can never get used to the drivers in Italy. It's, I mean, like I've ridden a bike a lot in Asia 
and it's kind of like that, but not really. It's like it's got the it's got the manic <laughs> vibe to it, but it hasn't got the flow. It hasn't got the flow, you know. It's like when you're driving, there's someone like a foot behind. I said about this last week. There's someone a foot behind you, and I saw someone in a driving school. You know, they're driving a the th- little thing with an L on it. I don't think it was an L, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I could only imagine. <laughs> what the teacher was saying just like right now you just want to get right uh, right behind this guy just get you know a foot or two you know half a meter behind this guy you're going 80 miles an hour but it's fine you can just just go there and then there's a oh isn't that too close what if what if he breaks what if he breaks we all die you know <laughs> but you're roman you know represent your people get right up behind that <laughs> do i sound salty i feel it <laughs> So <laughs> I'm basically chilling out here, uh, waiting for my mother to come. I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. And it's had me thinking about the topic of the day, which as you know, you've, uh, you've read the title already, I would imagine. And it is, I couldn't think of a good title for it. So it's Reasons Not to Travel. Now, should that be, anyone who's an English major, should that be Reasons Not to Travel or Reasons to Not Travel? Reasons to Not Travel. Should the... Reasons not to travel. Reasons to not travel. Both of them work, but one of them's like, it's like an Oxford comma, you know, one of them's correct. Anyway, <laughs> so this is in no particular order. Hello, by the way, I haven't said that. Hi, how you going? So in no particular order, I don't know how many there are. There's, there's a few. So the first one is, and in classic me style, I've just put, the, put some words and I've got to try and figure out what I meant by them. So missing family and friends. This is the first one that people think of. If I traveled all the time, I would miss my family and friends. You never see your family. What happens to your friends? You just make friends and then, then you leave them forever. And, you know, where's that base of people that you always see, that you always hang out with? Where's your, where's your key people in your life? And that is true. That can be an issue. And one of the, one of the kind of things on the other side of it is we are living in a time now where it is, it's kind of easier than ever to get kind of an approximate connection. So, for example, it was my, uh, it was my mom's birthday, my dad, no, my dad's birthday. And so, you know, a good old video call, good old video call. And it's just like, I tell you what, it's just like being in the room. You know what I mean? It is great. They really are great video calls. And it's like, with things like video call and stuff like that, it's really, it's really not that bad. You know, yeah, it's nice to get in a room and stuff like that. But having said that, it's always been like that with my family. And when I've been going away and stuff like that, it's like, you know, I'm not going to see you for a year or two. Okay, cool. You know, (laughs) it's like, I'll be back, (laughs) you know. And then as soon as you're back after 20 minutes, it's just like, you know, where's the biscuits? It's just like, (laughs) are they still in the same uh, place? You know, it's just like I've never been gone, you know. Missing family or friends is kind of, that can happen. It can happen. But is that something that you can give up, uh, what's the word, for a little while, give up for, a, it's not permanent, temporary, that's the word. Is it something you can give up temporarily if you leave for three months and you don't see your family, you don't see your friends, and then you come back, they're still there, they're still there, you're still there, you still have that connection, you don't lose who you are, you just come back and you just have all these experiences inside of your brain, you know, and maybe you're a bit of a you know, more chill person. <laughs> so uh, I'm not, I'm going to try not to, I'm going to try not to give the other side of all of these. Cause I often do that. Like even on my travel fears one, I was just like, here's travel fears and here's why I don't have them. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I, in fact, nah, it's me. Like you guys know me. Like you'll know if I say these things and it's like, well, he doesn't think that. <laughs> you know. 
So the next one. Now, this is also a big one. In fact, I just asked Pete before he left, like, what would you say can, I can add to this list, you know? And, he's, and this is the first one he said, and this is the first one everyone says. It's not having that feeling of home, that feeling of, I mean, it could be, the big one for me is pets, man. Like having a dog or a cat or anything like that. <sighs> that one gets me. That one does get me, you know? Because having a dog or a cat, it's so good like it's something that everyone should ha should have and do you know it provided they're good people to have dogs and cats because come on you know <laughs> and so it, i mean it's more than pets though it's that feeling of having a home base and yeah you can still travel and have that feeling of home base M most people actually i think that traveling have that home base where are you from i'm from here where's where's your home my home is here but as you probably know if you've been listening for a while i don't feel like i have that home base like, yeah, I have where I'm from, but it's never felt like home. It has never felt like home. When I was eight years old, nine years old, I still didn't feel like I belonged there. No one else in my head, no one else was like me. Do you know what I mean? It's like I felt like I was the odd one out. Does everyone feel like this? I, in fact, I've never, I don't think I've ever talked to someone about this. Not like a professional. <laughs> but uh, does everyone feel like that? I, I felt like I was the odd one out. I'd look around and oh, everyone, everyone here seems to be into what's going on here. You know what I mean? And it's just me like, this is, this is not the place for me. This is not the place for me. The, the, the place that has felt most like home in a sense for me has been Melbourne in Australia. And um, that was a strange way to say the word Australia. I was <laughs> kind of thinking about walking as well as talking. I can't do two things at the same time. So yeah, Melbourne is the place that's probably most felt like home. But maybe that's because I was building a home there. I had cats, you know. I had, the home is where your cats are, man. That's what it is. I had cats there, you know. I had a missus. By the way, missus means girlfriend as well as wife. It was a girlfriend. I had a missus there. I had cats. I, you know what I mean? It was. I was building a life there, in a sense. And so that felt like my home. Even though my parents and my family weren't there, it felt like my home. But then moving on from there, you leave that feeling of home. I said I wasn't going to try and turn on all these things, but, <laughs> but I think with that... With that having a feeling of home <sighs> comes the what I would deem to be a negativity, to be a negative thing of, uh, what's the word, of comfortability. Comfortability. A lot of people think that that is the goal of comfortability, is the goal, right? Like, I just want to earn this much and then I just want to live comfortably. I want to earn enough to be comfortable. I want to have this and have this and just be be, be doing all right. I'm doing all right. Yeah, I have to work 40, 50 hours a week, but doesn't everyone, you know? I'm doing all right. I'm comfortable. I'm not living the life I want, but I'm comfortable. You know what I mean? I don't think that's a good thing. I'm just going to put myself out there. Maybe, well, I should I should really say, for me, there we go. For me, I, I would not think that that would be a good thing for me. <laughs> and probably for a lot of people, I'm just going straight over that for me thing, for probably, for probably a lot of people that are actually living that life. You know, I've met a lot of people that when you start talking to them, yeah, man, yeah, I'm living in this place and they're not excited about it. I'm living in this place. I work at this job. I work 50 hours a week. I'm doing telemarketing and I live in this, you know, I've got a, I've got a good job. They call it. I've got a good job. I've got my place, you know, I've got a cat and that's awesome. I do love having cats. I've got a cat and yeah, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. And you can hear it in their voice, man. You can hear it in their voice. They want to do more. They want to do more. And then you talk to them a bit further in. You realize, maybe when they realize, that yeah, they do want to do more. 
Man, I went on a tangent. <laughs> Not having a feeling of home. It's still a valid thing. It's still a valid uh, I guess reasons not to travel isn't the best title for this, but it's still a valid concern because that is also a thing. <laughs> Next one, three, I guess. Relationship difficulties. <laughs> now this can be with friendship, going back to that thing of like when you live in a place and you live there for a while, you develop friendships with people, you develop those bonds, right? And then they are your friends for ages. These, this is my best friend. This is my second best friend. These are my MySpace top eight, right? Oh man, how old are you? <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, this, these are all my friends. But when you're traveling, it's like, this guy is my friend. Oh no, I'm in a different place. Okay, now you're my friend. Oh, okay, I'm gone. Uh, you're my, oh, he goes in two weeks. But I kind of like that. But anyway, but it also goes to relationships, right? It also goes to relationships. Now, obviously, when you're in a place, you can, well, like when I was in Melbourne, you can build a life with someone. You can have a relationship that lasts however long you would like it to last. That is entirely up to you and entirely up to them and entirely up to you as a pairing and entirely up to how the relationship is. It's not up to other circumstances such as when you leave the country, right? I don't want to do a however on all of these. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know why. Do I? I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I'll do my however. However, <laughs> I can't help myself. However, I do kind of like that. Like that I was introduced to this theory by a guy from uh, New York, I think, or Washington. And he was in Brisbane. He was living in Brisbane. And I was couch surfing with him just for a day because I was heading off to Indonesia, right? And uh, he said, yeah, where I'm from, they're called minis, right? They're called minis. I've talked about this on the podcast before. And it's mini relationships, right? Because no one wants one night stands. It's boring, right? But, and and you can, like relationships are hard because you're always moving on, right? So what's the in-between? What's the in-between? Now, I've, uh, it sounds weird to say I've had success with this, but I, I've found this to be, to be beneficial for myself, should we say. So like, for example, in Indonesia, right? In Indonesia. I was there for, I don't know how long I was there, but I think it was three weeks or a month or I'm bad with times, but however long it was before I left, I, I met this girl and then we kind of started a relationship, right? With the knowledge that in a month's time or three weeks time or whatever, I was going to be leaving the country and it would, it would end. Sounds like there's a lot of negatives <laughs> Inst instantly, right? But I would say that there's a lot of positives because if you knew that it had an end, then it takes out the need for a lot of these other things like jealousy, for example, or like wondering, oh, I wonder what they're thinking because you've got three weeks. Like there's nothing to be scared about. You know, it's, oh, is this going to end? Yes, it is in three weeks. And you know that. <laughs> you know? And it's like, I don't know, you get attached. I like getting attached. You get attached and you feel that attachment and you feel that first, you know, that first month of being in a relationship. You remember how good that is? And you get that. And then at the end, yeah, it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks to leave, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like starting something thinking, yeah, this is great. And then going right there. And you know, it has an end date. So it's starting something and then it's, it is ending and then it ends naturally in a way. It's a really natural ending and you, you just go, thank you for this time and this this was amazing. I'll always remember you, whatever, you know, whatever you want to say. And then um, and you say, that, oh, I said something so cheesy. What was it? It was at Dempasai Airport. Oh, what was it? It was like, <laughs> oh, what was it? It was something like, uh, this isn't, uh, this isn't goodbye. It's just see you later. Oh, how cringy is that, man? 
<laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so you do something like that and you say something cringy and then you both go, oh man, let's, okay. I never want to see him again now. <laughs> and then you end it and I love it. Man, I'm talking so much about the howevers on these things. Like the title of this podcast episode doesn't make any sense anymore. So, so sorry about that. But who wants to listen to a, a, pod, a travel podcast about why not to travel? You know what I mean? So anyway, number next one. <laughs> it's harder to create habits. It's harder to create habits. This is 100% true. <laughs> Not to say it is impossible to create habits. If you, for example, want to stay fit, you can most definitely do that while traveling. Anywhere you go, you can find a gym. You can definitely find a gym. And actually, if you're going around a country like Australia, for example, I've got Australia on the brain today, but if you're going around a country like that, what we did when we were around the van was we'd find a, um, I can't remember what, what brand of gym it was, but uh, we find like a, oh, what is it? Oh, I almost had it then. No, I'm not going to get it. But we find the same brand of gym, right? And then you sign up for the, the one day, like, oh, show me around. And they go, oh, yeah, cool, yeah. <laughs> and they show you around. You have a, you have a free session. And then uh, and you go, thanks, yeah, I'll consider joining. And then you move on to the next place and you go, oh, what's this? And <laughs> So we did that. Anyway, so you can, you can go to the gym. Even if you can't go to the gym, you can still f stay fit. However, it is far easier to have a gym routine, have a gym regimen. Regimen or regime? No, definitely not regime. Regimen, yeah. You can have a gym, a better or a far easier gym regimen when you're, uh, when you're in one place because your gym is down the road. You come back there on your way to work or anyway from work. You know, it's, it's there and you go there and it's part of your routine. It's part of your routine. When you're traveling, it's incredibly difficult to have a routine, right? You can make it happen, but it's a lot harder. But when you have that routine, you can, you can make habits so much more so much easier so much more easy so much more so much easier so much easier that doesn't sound right <laughs> i've had two coffees it means i speak faster but less good i don't speak good so <laughs> what was i even saying yeah you have that routine and if you know that you know between the times of 7 30 and 8 uh, in the morning all the, and you know you leave by half eight but you, you know 7 30 to 8 every morning all you do is look at facebook and instagram then you go okay 7 45 to 8 uh, 8 a.m i'm going to do some yoga because i know i've got that time every single morning if you're traveling you don't know that <laughs> and so making you know uh what's the word building i suppose building habits is far more difficult, far more difficult. That one, I don't really have a, have a however for. I guess however it's still possible, but I maintain that it is a lot more difficult. Number penultimate. <laughs> Never feeling like you truly belong in a place, especially when you're... That's, I'm, I'm not carrying on with the title. I'm just going into it. <laughs> that'd be a long title. Especially when you are going from place to place for a long time. So like this trip, for example, you know, going around every country in Europe, I'm in all these different places and I, f I feel like a, I persistently feel like a visitor. I am, I'm permanently on visitor status, <laughs> you know, it's the whole thing is, are you a tourist or are you a traveler? You know, oh, that guy's a tourist. We don't like him. That guy's a traveler. He's cool. But everyone's just a visitor, man. It ain't your place. <laughs> and it sounds weird. It's more of a feeling. It's more of a feeling. It's not like you, well, I guess you do have less rights. Do you? I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but like, <laughs> but it's a, it's a feeling. It's a feeling of being a visitor. You know, when, you know, when you're in your city, 
You know when, okay, you know when someone comes to your city, a friend from a different city comes and they're like, oh, show me around. And then you go around, you're like, oh, this place is cool. Oh, that place. I remember this crazy thing happened. My friend got arrested in this stuff. Ever. And you know everything about that place. You look at like some steps up to a building and you remember back to when you were 15 and you were all skateboarding on those steps. You know this place. This place is your place. It is your house. It is where you live and it's part of you, right? This goes back to having a feeling of home, right? But when you're a traveler, you don't have that. You are always that visitor that's visiting and other people are showing you, this is why I remember those steps, you know? You're always the visitor. And <laughs> not going to go into the however. <laughs> this does, I totally am. This does have its, uh, have its benefits. Like, But then, yeah, it does have its benefits because of all of the benefits of travel. Seeing new things, appreciating new cultures. <laughs> having airplanes go overhead when you're trying to record into a microphone. Don't know whether you guys can hear that. <laughs> oh, it's totally thrown me off, man. <laughs> but yeah, it does have its benefits consistently being a visitor because you, you get to have the, you get to experience the hospitality of others. However, I think it's nice to give hospitality, you know? How good is it when someone comes around to your city or your place or something and then you, you welcome them in and you do this and I love doing that, man. I love doing that. It's nice to have both. And this is what a lot of it comes down to, which is a lot of what my life comes down to, man, is the search for both. In fact, there's uh, an old punk rock band called The Descendants. They actually recently got back together. And uh, they, they had a theory of all. It was their everlasting search for all. And I think that encompasses my search. I'm, I'm on a search for all. And more minutely, I'm on a search for both. I want to have my cake and eat it too. <laughs> and it's difficult but doable. Difficult but doable. If you spend six months in a home place, if you have a home base, then you spend six months traveling, that would be the way to have both, right? That would be the way to have both. So it is a downfall of consistent traveling. In fact, that's the end of that sentence. It is a downfall of consistent traveling. Right, last one. Last one. Last reason not to travel. Have I put anyone off traveling yet? Is anyone listening to this and going, man, He's right. <laughs> I need to stay here and get a cat. You should definitely get a cat. Except for if you go and travel and then don't, don't get a cat. Last one. It is higher risk. <laughs> there is more risk involved in traveling, consistently or otherwise. There is more risk involved in that than staying in your house, your home, your city, your place, being comfortable. This links back to all of the rest of them. All of the rest of them. Having your comfortable relationship there's something i haven't talked about but something that i think does need to be addressed at some point with some people having this sounds like i'm talking about someone in particular i ain't but <laughs> you know who you are no there's not but uh yeah so there is something to say about there is let's try and talk a little bit slower <laughs> it is higher risk than just staying in that place having your home having your same day every day living the I'm not saying you're doing this if you're living this life, by the, by the way, but having the Groundhog Day life, you know, and going to work and then coming back and then doing that. And then you know that on Thursday, X Factor's on. And then, is it Thursday? I think it actually is on Thursdays. That's crazy. I've never watched it. <laughs> and, then, and then you know that on Friday, you're going to go out and then you're going to, you know, get drunk. And then by Sunday, you'll be feeling all right. And then you'll watch Harry Hill's TV burp. There's a blast from the past. It's only on at Christmas time, so. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Such a good TV show there. But um, 
it is it is very much higher risk but i've i've said this before man i've said this before what is life you know you're singing it what is life if it is not risk what is life if it is not risk you know going out of your house in the morning is a bigger risk than staying in and watching tv but do we want to do that? Of course we do. Of course we do. Going traveling is just a bigger version of that risk. It's just instead of walking out of your door, you're walking out of your country into a plane. It's just a bigger form of risk. And I, for one, like risk. I think on the other side of risk, there's magic, man. I, I almost had to mark this episode expletive there. I don't know whether anyone heard that little pause. <laughs> that was crazy. That hasn't happened before. Um <laughs> What was he even talking about? Yeah, I think on the other side of risk, I think is life. I think on the other side of risk is life. So yes, you can minimize risk, but you can also minimize life by sticking with your routine, by sticking with the life that is comfortable. And I, I understand that some people want that comfortable life, but I also understand that some people think they want that comfortable life. Some people have been told that they want that comfortable life. And some people, unfortunately, have believed that they want that comfortable life, even though it goes against what they think. <laughs> and I think a way to get out of that is to travel. <laughs> and even that one time man even that one time travel is like heroin in the sense that even you do it the one time then you go man it was it was kind of nice <laughs> and you want to go out and do it again man and then you realize what you've been missing you realize what you've been missing that's i'm not advertising heroin in this episode in any way <laughs> you shouldn't get involved <laughs> But I think that taking risk is, uh, is a very good thing to do in life when it comes to anything, when it comes to any of these things, when it comes to any of these things, man, even relationships, it goes back to relationships. Yeah, take risks. And when it goes to, comes to starting relationships, you see the person over there, you want to go talk to them, you see them every day at the coffee place you go to, and you never have the goods to talk to them. Take that risk. Take that five seconds of craziness. <laughs> That's all it takes. Five seconds of craziness. And then the ball's rolling. You just have to follow it. Take that five seconds of craziness and get it done, man. Get it done because life is on the other side of risk. So let me go into some questions. <laughs> two coffees today. I'm two coffees deep today. Right. <laughs> we have a question from, just open it up Instagram. If you would like to send a question, by the way, next week, next week is not the week. <laughs> I'm bad. With, I've said this before. I'm bad with times. Next week is not the week my mother is here. I'm ever so sorry. <laughs> Next week is not the week. She's here the week after. The week after. I have had quite a few questions coming in. And man, keep some questions coming in. Keep some questions coming in. I, I want to make a, a Q&A with my mom, you know? Just a little bit about her, uh, just, so, just to help you with questions. She is uh, going to be 60. Uh, she, I've got a couple of questions asking about her travel history, but uh, she doesn't have much of a travel history. The the travel, that my travel doesn't come from her so much, you know, and that's something I actually want to ask her because I, I don't think we've talked about it, but I don't know where my want to travel comes from. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know where, I don't know why I didn't feel like I belonged and all this other stuff. So I'm hoping my, this is going to be just a session like with me and my mom talking about like <laughs> what's wrong with my brain. <laughs> so yeah, she hasn't traveled much and what else? She loves rock music. She, she's 
ridiculous in the sense that she's always going out to rock concerts and festivals, motorbike festivals and stuff. So she's cool, man. Get your questions in, whatever they may be. It could be anything, anything. She's great at advice, by the way. That's her number one thing. Any advice to do with anything in the world. Doesn't have to be travel related. So let's get on some questions. <laughs> this is from M. Young with a Y. Maniquez. That's Q U. He slash C. I don't want to say he slash C. She. Let's find out. He. Hey, man. Wow, you're going to a lot of places. Cool. He says, I'm sorry I didn't know your gender. He says, Hi, Hayden. Hope you're doing well. Just want to say thank you, thank you to you, man. I'm currently on a holiday right now. I was literally binge watching your podcast when we were on our way to a very touristy site we've been. Everything you and Jackie said makes sense. Everything. Cool. <laughs> Love it. I'm sure some of the things I said didn't make sense. That does happen quite a lot. I go on these rants and then some sentences in there are just there. They just don't, it's just disregard that, you know. <laughs> But thank you anyway. I'm confident that after this holiday, I'll go back to London fully recharged to work flat out for spends in my upcoming trip to Italy next month. Nice. By the way, you and Jackie could make an exciting couple. <laughs> first off, <laughs> that's great. That's great. Uh, first off, I like your idea of going back to London and, and working flat out for spends. I love the word spends, man. That's great. But working flat out, that's great. That is a good reason to work. It goes back to what I was saying about the the kind of being being comfortable. I, d I don't like the working flat out just for comfortability, but surely that is not comfortable. Surely you're not comfortable when you're working flat out just to be comfortable and maintain the comfort. So I like that you're doing it in order to get spends for your upcoming trip, man. That's cool. That's cool. And secondly, <laughs> I, I don't think we would make an exciting couple because it would just be, man, it would just be phone calls of like, hey, where are you at? Oh, I'm in Patagonia. What about you? Oh, I'm in Japan. Cool. All right. I'll speak to you next week. <laughs> it wouldn't work. It would not work. <laughs> but that's funny, man. I love that. Right. What else we got? What else we got? So we have uh, Ali the Swallow. Hi, Hayden. I've been listening to your podcasts for a couple of months now, and I agree with some listeners. Your voice is quite quite soothing. It puts me to sleep, which is a good thing. All of these backhanded compliments. Come on, guys. It puts me to sleep. Is that a good thing? Do people... No. No. Just imagine saying that. Hey, man, you got a cool voice. It puts me to sleep. No, that's, no that doesn't sound good to me. <laughs> I appreciate it. Your ride through Portugal inspired me to visit and I'm off for 10 days at the end of May. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. I plan <laughs> with a uh, exclamation mark in brackets. <laughs> it's good to have some sort of plan sometimes. There's a lot of sums in there. It's, it, it is sometimes good to have some sort of plan sometimes. <laughs> Hayden Lee, 2018. I plan to drive along the coast from Faro to Lisbon. Why did I do Faro in, in the accent and not Lisbon? Uh, that's a good drive. I've, I've done that uh, ride. Obviously, I, I was in Faro, really cool place. The beach is like super long, like super long. And uh, there's a really good Airbnb actually in Faro. It's like quite cheap, but like a super like, kind of trendy place. Uh, it's really like the building. I mean, the, the kind of apartment or house um, also. It's really nice. So, um, let me know. Let me know if you haven't got uh, accommodation sorted for that and I'll try and find out where it is and, and yeah, you should stay there. It's really, really good. It's on the beach too. It's like literally seven steps away from the beach and it's cheap too. So let me know. And yeah, the drive up to Lisbon, it's great. Keep on the coast. In fact, no, inland's great too, man. 
yeah, that you, you're going to have a great time. I'm into, this is back to uh, Ali. I'm into quiet places off the beaten track, nice, and thought you could recommend some spots you visited. Any pointers to cool places to sleep would also be great. All the best in your travels. Alicia from Edinburgh. I hope it is Alicia. I was with a girl called Alicia and uh, I was with another girl called Alicia. Both spell it the exact same way. So it could be either way. Anyway, so so I like that this sounds like you're going on an awesome journey because you're going from one place to another and it sounds like obviously you're overlanding because you wouldn't just fly that. And uh, places off the beaten track and places to sleep. I like where this is going. I like that. You know, I'm imagining you've got a tent with you and maybe a hitchhike and taking a bike or something like that. You haven't said, have you? No. So I like that. I do like that. So places to stay. There are a few. There are a few. I don't see offhand. It's hard to think because it's not like, oh, if you go to this city and then go 10 miles that way, you'll find it. It's like I stop when I see a place, you know, but I do have them. I think, marked down on my map. And even if, even if I don't, I can have a look at some pictures and they're geotagged and, uh, and then find out where it was. So let me know. Uh, in fact, you don't even have to let me know. I'll find out uh, some of those places and I'll, I'll message you back with that. This is not helping any other listeners. <laughs> By the way, uh, some of you may have noticed my Instagram has been slightly bare in the past week. Uh, the reason for that is my camera has broken. My <laughs> I dropped my phone. And if anyone from uh, Apple is listening to this, I didn't drop my phone. So I dropped my phone and the camera has died. <laughs> it just doesn't, if someone, if I tried to video call, it's just like, nah, mate. <laughs> if I tried to open the camera, it's like, no. <laughs> and so it's died. So I talked to the, the uh, phone people on the phone and I was like, what do I have to do? Do I have to send it back to you? And then you do all this stuff and how does this work? And they're like, nah, mate, you're on warranty. Just walk into any Apple shop and they'll just get you a new one. I was like, okay, sweet. So I'm going to do that this week. Pointless bit of information. You're welcome. And... <laughs> Another question from Cam underscore Adams underscore CFR says, what's up, dude? I'm from Cape Town, South Africa. Nice. I'm digging your podcasts, man. Short and sweet. Love it. Thank you very much, man. That's, uh, that's really cool of you to say. Oh, he's a skater. Nice. This is, you, you're, listen, you're listening to Hayden <laughs> looking at pictures. <laughs> man, these are some cool pictures. You guys should follow this guy, man. So it's Cam, C-A-M underscore Adams, A-D-A-M-S, underscore C-F-R. He's got some badass pictures. Looks like a YouTube channel as well. Man, you guys go follow that if you're into skating. Okay, and how long have we been? 35. We'll go into the last question. Last question. Here we are. So this is from Ag La Dwig. Ag La Dwig. A glad wig. A glad, a, a glad wig. <laughs> I'm so bad at reading. Hello, Hayden. Hello. Oh, this was today. I discovered you after you were on Jackie Nurse's show, and finally I'm listening to your podcast. It's so great. Thank you very much. Enjoy listening to you ramble. Hey, I'm really happy when people say that because every time I ramble, I can just imagine people thinking, come on, get to the point, man. Get to the, I came for, for here for info. <laughs> You know, so I really like it when people say that. I'm catching up on your past episodes and I have a couple of questions. Nice. Number one, what is up with the celibate comment? Can't remember which episode. I am so curious. Oh, God, I wish you weren't so curious. Um, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I don't know, man. It's like 
there's a couple of reasons. It's, it's, I don't know, it's difficult to explain, man. <laughs> but if you really want to know, message me. Uh, and this goes to anyone as well. If you really want to know, message me. Because it's like one of those things where it's like, not everyone wants to know about that type of stuff. It's not to do with travel and like, you know what I mean? So if you really want to know, message me. It's not that interesting. It's not that interesting. <laughs> that was an anticlimactic answer. I'm incredibly sorry. Number two, you mentioned being an introvert and I was surprised. It sounds like you are great at talking to new people. How do you do it? Keep up the great work and adventure. Okay, so this is an interesting question. Thank you. So I, I very much am an introvert in the sense that... Now, I, I see where you're coming from, but I think there are two... There's two things you got to look at. The first is how you are with people and all these other things and how confident you, you are in situations and everything like that. And the second is how they say where you, where you get your energy is the best way I've heard it described, right? So in uh, extroverts, for example, they, they would, when they're in a party situation, they walk in, there's all their friends there and, you know, everyone they know is there and they're meeting new people. They get their energy from that. They leave their party thinking, ah, oh, man, that was cool. That was cool, man. They're, they're, you know, pumped up. It's good. But an introvert would be at the party. And after a little while they go, man, I, I need to, I need to have some time by myself to recharge. It's the recharging. Some people are charged by talking to other people, you know, and like just, just phoning someone up and having a conversation, just recharging their batteries. That's extroverted, I would say. And then introverts like myself, uh, recharged by just being alone, you know, doing whatever, watching some Netflix, doing whatever. You know what I mean? Just having that alone time, being with your thoughts. This is why solo travel is so so nice for me because I, I have alone time so much. I can just be with my thoughts. And I always say like if, it was, if I was in prison, you know, and if I'm ever imprisoned for anything, <laughs> then... Like a lot of people would, would think, oh, it'd be easier if I've got a cellmate, you know, B Big Bad Jim, you know, and I can just provide him we get off on the right foot. Me and Big Bad Jim could just talk about our past. We could talk about our history. You know, if it gets weird, I could, I, you know, I could ask for it to change cell, you know, but we can just talk about stuff and I've got a friend. I'm not lonely. You know, I'm not going to go insane with loneliness. I would say the opposite. I would say, man, I don't want to talk to Big Bad Jim. <laughs> I don't want to talk to Cutthroat Billy. I don't want to talk to any of these guys, man. <laughs> Like I will, I will, I will talk to them, but I'll talk to them and then I'll want to leave and go back to my own cell, you know, just to recharge. And then I'll go back the next day and talk to him again, you know? So when I do meet new people, I, I do enjoy talking to them, but it's not where I get my energy. There you go. There you go. I enjoy talking to new people for a little bit. <laughs> For a little bit. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think so if you're ever on the phone with me because, like I said before, you cannot get me off the phone. You, you literally cannot. So, <laughs> but it's where you get your energy from, man. It's where you get energy from. And what was the other question? How do you do it uh, is the other question you asked. So when it comes to meeting new people and talking to people and stuff like that, it's what I said before about that five seconds of craziness. There's another, uh, there's a way to say that phrase. I can't remember. Someone kind of copyrighted it and stuff. But there's another way to say that. It's like, Every, everything, hmm. See, this is where I would edit, but it's me, even though I edit for a living. <laughs> it's like every act of confidence, all it is, is five seconds of just pure insanity. <laughs> and that's all it is. If you think of anything where someone does it and you go, man, that's so confident. All it is, is that initial Oh, am I going to do this? Oh, am I going to do this? If it's, you know, uh, doing bungee jumping, right? That's a prime example of it. It's like, you're not confident when you're halfway down. 
<laughs> you know, that's not being confident. You're falling. It's it, you're not <laughs> you're not continuing to make yourself fall. The only confidence comes from that five second window of where you make the jump. That's the only that's the, that's the only influx of confidence that you need to have. It's the same when it comes to like I've said before. If you want to meet a romantic partner and you're in Starbucks and see him every day, and then they they write your name on the cup and they were getting it wrong for the first few weeks or so, and then you you said, oh, actually, no, my name's Jim, it's not John, sorry. <laughs> and then one day you think this is my day, this is my day, and you use that five seconds, five seconds of insanity, and just go up and you just go, shut up, brain, shut up, brain, shut up, brain. I can do this, and then you do it. And then after that, the ball is rolling, right? And that is the same. That's that's a way to get into it, right? And after that, whatever you practice, you get better at. So when you when you see people there, at first you can, as you're walking past people in the street, give them a smile. Give them a smile, a real smile. Smile with your eyes, man. Give them a real smile. Then after that, you can say, hey. And after that, you can just walk up to people and talk to them, you know? But when it comes to, I know this isn't, your question wasn't necessarily about confidence, but yeah, I guess great at talking to new people, you said. So talking to new people, it does come up with, it does come with confidence. And one of the best things for confidence comes out of the book, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, right? And he has a word for it, I don't know what it is, but it's great. I always do this as like kind of an icebreaker with new people that I'm hanging out with, you know, I, I meet someone in a hostel, like, oh, let's, let's, you know, go out and find some food or whatever. And then we go out and then uh, like, it's nice to do this thing, uh, this confidence thing, right? Where you, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but you go into a crowded place, right? And then your job is to go into the middle of the crowded place and then lie down. I've said this before, like a few times, I think. You lie down in the crowded place and you've got to lie down for two minutes and you're not allowed to tell anyone why. You just have to say, oh, I'm just, just lying down, mate. Right? And it's harder without people there, obviously. But then you think about it and you think, why is that difficult? You've you lied down on stuff before, you know? Yeah, You don't care what any of these people think about you, surely. You're never going to see these people again. Why would you care if they have a negative opinion about you? I've said this to many, many people before. I said this to to my niece. She, said, she was uh, having a bit of trouble with some people at school. And I said, do you... <laughs> Do you care what the, you know, if, if you're walking down the street and some guy the other side of the road just said, hey, I don't like the way you're walking, like, and then you never see him again, would that change your life in any way? She said, no. I said, well, why do you care what these people are saying about you? I said, all, <laughs> all it comes down to is that they, they have something not lacking, if I can't remember the way I put it, but they have something they, they're not happy with about themselves. Not necessarily about themselves, but they don't feel good about something and they need to. There's a lot of reasons that people are not very nice to other people, but it came down to does she care? Do you care about what these people... I'm at a complete tangent here. Do you care about what these people think about you, man? This is... I've I've had this same mindset. This, again, I'm going to be probably going into this with my mom, but I've had this same mindset since I can remember. I've never cared what people think and I've actually gone too much in the other direction. I, I, I like people to have negative opinions about me when I'm walking down the street. I love it. But... Well, there is no point to what I'm saying now, but <laughs> but yeah, talking to people, you you get better at what you practice, and you find out you've got a tricky brain. I was talking to someone else about anxiety. So this is this actually does link into it. I was talking to someone about anxiety, man. When it comes to when it comes to fear of flying, when it comes to getting on elevators or lifts, or, you know, whatever. 
you've got to teach your brain. Your brain just learns the patterns. It learns what happens, right? And so if you, if you get in an, if you've got a fear of elevators, right? I don't like them, but if you get in an elevator and you just go one floor and you just grin and bear it and you go, I can do this. You take that five seconds of insanity and you do it. And then you get in that one floor and then you walk out of the elevator and you go, now I'm fine. That was good. And then you, you make yourself feel good about it. Your brain will remember that and it will say elevators, good feeling. Elevators equals good feeling, right? So then each time you talk to someone new, you will have a good experience because everyone has something to say, right? Everyone has something to say. As long as you come in happy and smiling, you're going to have a great time. Your brain will remember that. Talking to other people equals good time. And then what you practice, you get better at. That was a long-winded answer. I did go off course. I do apologize. (laughs) But we're back. So, (laughs) man, next week, two coffees. Next week, next week it's kind of a weird week because I thought my mom was going to be here, but I'm really bad at dates and times maybe she is oh man i should check this before i say these things 12th of april she's coming the 22nd no no okay so next week we've got free week i don't know what's going on in fact i didn't know what was going on with this episode until about 20 minutes ago so that's a lie i was doing the episode so what should i do the episode next week about that's my question to you guys instagram at backpack digital i was thinking don't let this uh, kind of change what you're gonna say but i was thinking like i've never done like I've never told you guys who I am. <laughs> it's just been like, hi, my name's Hayden. So, <laughs> so there's a lot of, I don't know if that would be interesting. I'm always scared about this stuff. It's like, I don't like talking about, I do like talking about myself, but I don't like doing it too much because I'm self-aware that I do it a lot. <laughs> and so I, is that weird of me to go, hey, would you guys like an episode about where I come from and, and uh, you know, maybe why I think all these things and what my life has been like and maybe what's influenced what and how I've got to hear. Would you guys actually like that? I mean, I listen to some podcasts and I would like that, but I have that feeling of, man, <laughs> you know, this guy, you know what I mean? He's a bit up himself, isn't he? So tell me if you guys would enjoy that. But if not, or even if you would, then what would you guys like to hear next week? You tell me, I'll talk about it. <sighs> and more questions from me, mom, please. That'd be great. Right. It's been great talking to you guys again. It is actually Thursday, yes, only just. So <laughs> I will see you guys next week. You guys have a good one. Instagram at Backpack Digital. Let me know what you want to hear. See you later.